Look here, you uh, you need to go to rodeo, right? So we've got your tickets to rodeo, and that's happening at 7 o'clock this morning with the Wheel of Rodeo. And if you're thinking about Valentine's Day, which is how close, how far away is that? Like a week or so? Like a little a week over and a half, week? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we're doing something called Sweetheart House Calls, where we roll up to your house with the goods, like candy, flowers, maybe concert tickets to Kenny Chesney or something cool like that. Mm-hmm. Kane Brown. Kane Brown, too. That's mm-hmm. right. All you got to do is go to 93qcountry.com and get signed up for Sweetheart House Calls. Maybe we'll roll up on Valentine's Day. You just sit back and take all the credit with 93Q. It's the Q Morning Show with Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case I missed anything. In case you missed it. Did we miss it? Did we miss it? There was the secret that Taylor Swift was hiding from everybody for two years that she didn't tell anybody. What did she drop? The bombs she drops on everybody. <laughs> we'll tell you about it in a second. Uh, if you missed it over the weekend, we did lose Carl Weathers. That was sad. Oh, Chubbs. Yeah, you would know him as Chubbs or Apollo Creed. Caitlin said Chubbs from yeah. Happy Gilmore, right? Like when I saw the picture of him, I immediately was like, oh no, Chubbs is really gone. So <laughs> I said Rocky and my husband was like, no, it's from Terminator. What was it? He was in Predator. Predator. I knew yes. it was one of those. And yeah. I was like, I don't remember that. <laughs> yes. Carl Weathers passed away. And he was in a Super Bowl commercial, too, that was supposed to be coming out. Oh, are they not going to air it anymore now they're, that he's passed? They said they're re-tinkering it right now okay. to uh, make it, you know, have respect for the family and stuff right. like that. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl and the big game, Olivia Culpo, who's a model that's married to, or she's, in, I guess she's dating Christian McCaffrey from they're the 49ers. Engaged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She bought his mama she's suite. She's more than a model. She was mi- like Miss America, Miss Universe. Like, she has some titles she's as well. She's got some pedigree. Yeah, yeah. Is what you're saying, right? So yeah. She bought... Christian McCaffrey's mother a suite for the Super Bowl. Just bought it for him because apparently Christian McCaffrey's mom can't afford it and he couldn't afford it so she just bought it for him. Dang. Christian like, McCaffrey not afford a Super Bowl suite. I don't know. His mom couldn't afford it so she bought it for him. Oh. Kind of neat. I have How much money Christian? do you have? Because those are those, expensive as a heck. Seven figures easily is what she spent on that thing. You have questions to what her net worth? Did she make that much money doing no, what she no, did? No, no, no. I have questions about Christian McCaffrey and uh, why, with his NFL contract, he cannot get a suite for his mother for the Super Bowl. A lot of them aren't very good with their money either. So yeah. they have a lot yeah. of money coming in, but they're spending it too. Is it that? Or did they, did they get him cheap, Corey? You know sports. Did they get Christian McCaffrey super cheap? Um, like now after this, he'll be even negotiated like a blockbuster deal after being in the Super Bowl. No, he's still making plenty of money. And yeah. the suite okay. was, uh, I think, $2.5 million. Oh, my Jeez. God. Never what? mind. I take back what I said. By the way, she was Miss USA in 2012 and oh. then Miss Universe in 2012. Olivia so, Coppola was? Yeah, oh, wow. she's done some some pretty big If things. I were the mom, I'd be like, can you buy me a house? I can watch this from home. 2.5. I don't want 2.5 million for a oh, Super Bowl. I think so I, just, I, I in my mouth a little bit. I think there's so many more things to buy than that. All right, so... And then the big thing was that Taylor Swift announced her album dropped over the weekend at, at the Grammys on stage. That was her secret. She was holding from her fans for two years. She had a new album out. Awesome. Oh, I thought it was something juicy. What do you think husband, it was going to be? She goes, I have a secret to announce. My husband goes, oh, my God, she's pregnant. And then like two seconds later, she goes, it's been in the works for two years. I look over at him. I go, Taylor Swift is not going to announce a pregnancy, a rogue pregnancy <laughs> at the at Grammys. The He's Don't like, and why so. not? <laughs> Don't think so. Uh, the highlight of the Grammys, though, I think, uh, and Caitlin said this too, was um, Fast Car. Oh. Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs. I remember when we were When she started playing, the audience, it took a second for them to realize what was going on because they were like, that 
she's so quiet and understated, and it almost looked like she was going to cry a little bit at first, but then yeah. I think maybe she just was like very humble to be up on the stage again, and then you looked over at Luke Combs, and he looked like he couldn't believe that this was happening. Fast enough so you can fly away. We gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. Make your hands up. Preach! It was a very good performance. And she hasn't performed in public in years. So seeing her come back out was like, finally performing. I was hoping that would happen. That was the Grammys last night. If you saw it, you saw it. And if you didn't, well, now you know we caught you up. Corey Dillon. What happened in the world of sports? We got Super Bowl this weekend. We got Super Bowl this upcoming weekend. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend, some basketball. Uh, number four, U of H, falls to number eight, Kansas, on the road Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and then last night, the Rockets drop uh, to the Minnesota Timberwolves. All right. Thanks for all that, Corey. Yeah. We do have the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, yeah. oh, do we know anything about the Pro Bowl? Does anybody even care about the Pro Bowl? <laughs> they played no. with flags. I don't know. That's about it. The Pro Bowl <laughs> is such a, it's a laughing stock now, I feel like. It really has. It went from a football game that nobody cared about to now a flag football game that you would play in the backyard with your friends. Should we ask Corey your official predictions since you are head of sports here at the station for yeah, the yeah. Super Bowl? You're a wagering man, too. What would be your mm-hmm. wagers on the Super Bowl? Hmm? Well, I don't know if you the saw overs, this. The overs, the unders, the, the spreads? Uh, I haven't looked at that. We, we can get into that later if you'd <laughs> like. But um, Patrick Mahomes' father looks like was arrested for yeah. a third D, uh, DWI uh, oh, yeah. over the weekend. Mm. little distraction there perhaps going oh, into stressful. the big game. So, uh, But I, I do think the 49ers are going to win this. Really? I do. I think their team is just – their their team is – it's a team. It's built not just around the quarterback. Very strong offense. Everyone and does their part. So, yeah. It's, it's not, a good team. It's not going to be Taylor's version of the Super Bowl? I hope not. <laughs> we'll see. What's going on this weekend? Houston's country leader, 93Q. Good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. You're less than 10 minutes away from more rodeo tickets. Spin the wheel of rodeo with 93Q, and uh, we'll get you hooked up with those tickets. The Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Last year was my first rodeo ever that I'd been to. Mm-hmm. And uh, last year, Caitlin, you were still on maternity leave. So you, I was on you, maternity leave last year. You weren't able to go to that rodeo or the Humble Rodeo, for that matter. No, and none the, of those last year. Last year, the Humble Rodeo was happening, and uh, Dorsey Woods, one of our big listeners in Humble, kept calling last year, and he was mm-hmm. like, "You got to go to the Humble Rodeo." And he kept yeah, calling. Yeah, because you had never been. Never been. I went to the Humble Cookoff, but he wasn't there. On no, the, like I missed him like that one day. This year, you went to the Humble Cookoff. Last year. Oh, last year, yeah. So. But last year, I wanted the Houston Rodeo to be my first rodeo. I was like, I'll go to the Houston Rodeo first, Humble Rodeo next year. So this year, I went. Well, Dorsey claims he's like the king of the Humble Rodeo. I mean, he's out there all the time. King of Humble. Well, dude, he was the volunteer (laughs) of the year last year for the Humble Rodeo. What? Really? I grew up going to the Humble Rodeo my whole life. I'm sure I've crossed paths with Dorsey at some point there. Dorsey, he's a a character out of a movie. He really is. He like is. you hang out yeah. with him, I'm like, this isn't a real person. He doesn't feel like a real person, but he is. And when when I got to the Humble Rodeo, I got to see every. It's it's like the Houston Rodeo, but it's on a smaller, more intimate scale. Yeah. If that's how I could say it, because you are right there with all the action. Like I'm standing next to the bullfighter, which is how most rodeos are, which by is, the way. Like was, you're right there at the arena. It was very cool. Like I could see if I had like kids taking them to something like this to show yeah. them. That before taking them to the Houston Rodeo. And I met people afterwards because we, we went to a bar called Lloyd's Bar in Humble <laughs> afterwards. And I met some people there that were saying how they had been to the Houston Rodeo, but never to the Humble Rodeo. And I was like, why wouldn't you go to the rodeo that's right in your backyard? At least once. 
But they were like, oh, we always go to the big one because that the, everybody knows about the Houston rodeo, right. which is the big one. But you don't think about the smaller ones and how cool they actually are. And it was it was interesting meeting all the the committee members and all the like the the president Stacy he was a nice guy mm-hmm. another woman named Lisa who hooked up some passes for like the waste management the little box that we were sitting in and everybody just wanted you to be part of it and they were like oh you've done this have you seen this have you checked out this they really want you to experience that part of their community because that humble rodeo gets back to the schools there too and to the teachers because yeah, they all have their own little give backs too, which is cool. There is so much that goes into to planning and hosting those rodeos. So mm-hmm. it, it takes a lot of work just because it's not the size yeah. of Rodeo Houston doesn't mean that there aren't some incredible volunteers and people that are yeah. making that happen every year. <laughs> he was amazed. He was like, this is, it all comes together. They said their cook-off was huge this year because they do the cook-off before. And then three days for rodeo. So thanks to everybody that I saw out there, including the humble rodeo queens and the little the princesses. Aren't they so beautiful? They're so cute. They're, and Actually, they're from my, every age, from like these tiny little girls to like yeah. grown teenagers. My friend's daughter is one of them, and she's so beautiful. And they get to do so many cool things and like learn how to talk to people and be in front of crowds and stuff. So it's great for them. Yeah, it gives them confidence, which is amazing too for kids. It's good for kids. So I talked to Nikki, who's running them, and I want to bring them by, the Humble Rodeo Queens. Yeah, yes. bring them. I please, think we should totally bring please, them by. Please, Have them on the show. They were like, can we come on the show? I said, absolutely. We would love to have them. So thanks to everybody in Humble. You're amazing. Everybody at Lloyd's Bar. <laughs> and Dorsey. And, and Dorsey. Dorsey from Most Humble. Y'all hear Dorsey on the air with us a lot, by the way. If you hear some man screaming, it's usually Dorsey. Yeah, it usually is him. I told him to call in this morning, but I'm, I'm sure he's still probably sleeping. Awards <laughs> 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 happened. There were a couple of moments that were, I would think, like the big ones that if you didn't see, you might want to know about, even if you didn't watch and you may not have cared. Like, um, what would you say, Caitlin? Probably one of the highlights for you, because oh, you were the one that watched it. I tried My- watching it, got so bored, so I'm like so interested to find out what exactly well, happened. Well, I think you, t- okay. I feel like it was a great show, but it did, it started off really strong and then started to get a little slow uh, towards yeah. the end. Well, y'all like- were texting, so I was like, let me check this out, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm falling asleep. Well, the Tracy Chapman-Luke Combs duet was absolutely iconic. It will go down in history. They harmonized really well together. <laughs> Iconic song. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, loved it. She's the first black woman in history to have a solo songwriting number one at country radio. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. I also. What? I also, Corey and I were texting about this. So Jay Z went up and uh, accepted like a, it was a Dr. Dr. Dre, Dre. kind of lifetime achievement type yeah. award thing. And he straight up jabbed the Grammys the whole oh, time he was what? up there talking and it was awesome. He like said how? what everyone thinks. He threw some tea. He just basically was saying how like they, they still need to get it right and that they nominate a lot of people that shouldn't be nominated and they snub oh, artists snap. that shouldn't be snubbed and... He said, I don't want to embarrass this young woman up here and pointing at his wife and he goes, but she has more Grammys than anybody else. And she never won album of the year. Think about that. That doesn't work. And some <laughs> of you are going to go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you may get robbed. Some of you don't belong in the category. Did they show her face? Yes. Yeah, they did. What did she look like? She looked like she was going to give him a stern talking to on the way home. You know when your husband says something he's not supposed to oh, say out loud like and you're like, I'm going to kill you on the way thing? home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miley yeah. Cyrus won her first one, her first Grammy. <laughs> she was wild last night. She always is, She's but always last wild. night she was on one. <laughs> she was pretty good, right? 
I want to thank everyone that's standing on this stage right now, Tom, Tyler, Michael, and Greg, our teams, my team, Crush, Columbia, my mommy, my sister, my love, my main gaze, because look how good I look. Uh, <laughs> anyone else? Thank you all so much. I don't she think I forgot great. anyone, but I might have forgotten underwear. Bye. <gasps> oh. My she gosh. Wild. That's her, man. That's Miley. She's wild. By the way, shout out to Chris Stapleton, Lainey Wilson, taking home some, some Grammy oh, hardware Lainey Wilson there in the country the categories. 100%. Wait, did Jelly Roll win? He did not. He did not. No. 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 But that was a tough crew he was up against. I mean, it those was. were some heavy hitters in that category. I don't care about anything else now. I know. Yeah. Well, Aw, Jelly. He wins in our hearts. He does. He sure know. does. I think one of the worst feelings is being ghosted because you keep asking yourself, like, what did I do? What did I do? Yeah. That's what Mackenzie is doing this morning. How are you, Mackenzie? Hey, I'm I'm all right. So you want to tell us about the date that you went on with Steve, right? Yeah. So we first went to, like, a coffee shop, like a quick little first meetup in person type of thing. Like, a little talking, a little flirting. It was super cute. And before we parted ways, I invited him to dinner the next weekend with some friends of mine. You know, like... Hey, like, meet the people. Come see my life and all that. Oh, cool. How'd y'all initially meet, by the way? We met on Bumble, and, like, it was pretty quick. Like, we only talked for, like, a day or two before meeting at the coffee shop. And it seemed like immediate attraction on both sides. Okay, so obviously you did the coffee date. Things had to have gone well for him to be down for dinner and show up for that. Was there something maybe at dinner or after dinner that sticks out to you that you think, ah, that's where I messed up? I mean, like, that's the big mystery, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I felt like we hit it off, and he hit it off with my friends. Like, the dinner was great. Like, one of my favorite restaurants in town. Everyone got along great, so. Now, he was aware that this date was, like, a double date, and he was good with that? Cause it I... wasn't, like, a double date, but, like, it was just multiple groups of people on the date with us, like a group setting type thing. You don't think that maybe he was like, I'd really like some alone time instead, since it's barely, like, a second date? I mean, maybe, but, like, he knew it was just going to be a group of people. Maybe he didn't like my friends or something, and, or, you know, I misread something. It's but possible. if he really wanted to get to know me, and that was the thing, well, there's probably not a better setting than in my element with my friends. True. Yeah, I kind of feel like it could be overwhelming, though. I mean, some people are social butterflies, and some people are super introverted, and they just want to, like, you know, have some one-on-one -on -one time with you. So it might make some people uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I feel like he fit right in, almost felt like he was already part of the group probably part of the reason i'm a little bummed that i haven't heard from him okay well this is where we're here to have your your back and be by your side we're going to try and get steve on the phone and see if we can get to the bottom of what's really going on okay mckenzie yeah thanks we're going to find out for you mckenzie coming up at 737 on i3q second date update so mckenzie and steve went out on a date actually a couple dates and the second time they went out they were with some friends in a group setting we're wondering if maybe it's because it was a group date setting that uh, made Steve a little uncomfortable and not call back. Mackenzie's just floored. She felt that he fit right in. So we're going to find out right now for 93Q's second date update. Hello? Hi, may I please speak with Steve? Yeah, Steve. Who's this? Hey, Steve. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica from 93Q. How you doing? I'm okay. Uh, what's going on? Uh, well, here's the thing, Steve. Uh, we do something called Second Date Update where we reach out to people because like, basically they've gone on the date and then realize that they, they haven't heard from someone else. So in this case... We're talking about Mackenzie. Do you remember going out with Mackenzie? 
Yeah, we went out a couple times, an hour. Yeah, so Mackenzie had mentioned that y'all met for coffee one day, and then that was pretty quick after y'all had met on Bumble, and y'all went out for the weekend with her friends for dinner. It was There was a lot going on, but she said y'all seemed to have a really good time. What happened? Yeah, it was, it was a group of us, two other couples, and uh, another dude, but he brought like three girls with him. It was crazy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that situationship was, but uh, yeah, they... There were four dudes, and they wanted to split the check with four guys, and I, you know, I wasn't really down for that. I don't want to pay for extra people that I don't know, which you know I think is normal. Hold on, so I'm do some math really quickly. There was four guys and six girls because one of the guys brought three dates, essentially. Exactly, and I'm 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 cool with whatever lifestyle relationship you're in, but that's that's not normal. I feel like in situations like that, it's better unique. It's kind of like you carry your own weight. You know, at the table. So all the guys paid for the girls, and that's why you're not calling her back? Uh, yeah, my bill was double, and wow. it should not have been that way. It was double what it should have been. Okay, so the other guys, or really, I, I guess the whole group, did they not really ask you? Because I feel like it, if you're agreeing to split the check with everyone, you're going to split it regardless of how many people are there. That's like a, big parties will do that a lot, but they'll, I guess, clear it with you first. Were you never asked? Ne- never asked. <laughs> I was just like, it was just kind of understood, and I didn't want to complain too much, but, you know, I mean, I understand there's four guys, if there's four girls, let's split the tab with the guys, mm-hmm. but the lopsided stuff is for the birds, honestly. <laughs> I get it's that. And the, and the guy specifically never spoke up and said that he'd cover more, like, because I brought more girls? I mean, who is right? this Who is this guy bringing three girls on a date? I mean, like, you pay for a couple of these, bro? Uh, the guy thinks he's Leo DiCaprio. I don't know. He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he cost me, like, 150 bucks extra that night, so I, I wasn't okay with it. Wait, really, Steve? $100? That's what this is about? So that's Mackenzie, Steve. Um, she's been listening in on the call. I mean, honestly... <laughs> It just sounds like he's cheap. Like it would have been much more complicated to try and split the bill in even more ways. Like, but we don't want to bother with the waiter and like trying to split specific items up or anything like that. Like, if you couldn't afford it, you should have said something. This isn't about being cheap. It's about being considerate. You know, it's it's 2023. My 74 year old father knows how to use Venmo. Like, it could have been easily figured out. You could have said something. It's not that hard. As, as a matter of fact, they did say something, and one of your girlfriends chimed in and said I was too cheap. Oh. Well, to be honest, I kind of agree with her. But even though the other guy brought three girls to the dinner, I could see your point if everyone split it equally, and he was mad that he had to split the bill with everyone, and that kind of doesn't really make sense. But essentially, in only splitting it between the guys, he's paying for a bunch of women that he doesn't even know. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think you knew them either. If bro wants to be a player and bring three dates, bro needs to pay. Yeah, pay up for all three girls. I mean, it, it was a nice restaurant. He should have expected to spend a little bit of cash. Listen, I mean, I mean, the dude brought an extra two girls. We could have split it five ways. So that, that's at least. He paid like two-fifths of the bill just to make it a little fair, you know? Really? I mean, do you want me to just Venmo you now? Will that make you happy? Yeah, I think it would. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know you were that poor. I'm not poor. I'm just not here to be your sugar daddy. You, you know, you're out looking for a sugar baby, it seems like, you know? Okay. Hold on a sec. I'm going to jump in here. The goal was to find out if there's going to be a second date with you and Mackenzie. Is that something that you're still interested in, f- finding an answer for, Mackenzie? No, it sounds like you can't afford it. I mean, we were going to pay for it. Oh, yeah. oh, now I can't afford it. Oh, there's a difference between being fair and being able to afford it. You, you do understand that, right? Oh, wow. 
Yeah, she hung up, and it doesn't sound like there's going to be a second date anyway. Steve, by the way, totally agree with you. You should not have to pay for some guy's date. That's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Not a problem. Thank you guys so much, and don't fall for these sugar babies, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) 93Q. Five pop culture questions. to Caitlin Can't Lose All-Star Week. All-Stars! So these are all people that have tied you, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm just i sorry, I just can't get as excited as you Straight are. Straight up game face on a Monday. I like that. She's, She's ready to go. She's very serious about this. Also this week, let's bring Jason on the phone. Jason, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. Of course. Jason tied with you um, earlier in January, we yeah, believe. Yeah, he did. And good for Jason. By the way, this week for All-Star Week, Jason, have you heard the news that we are upping the ante to $500 this week? That's what I've been told. Mm-hmm. That was that's, news to Caitlin. Yep. That's why I'm not excited. <laughs> well, that's why. But I hope oh. you all are having a fun time. Oh, I was wondering why she was so mopey today and upset. Is it because we had? she knew that today was the day for the 500 bucks? Yeah, Erica? I knew it started today. It? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you guys are just yakking it up in here. So we'll have five All-Stars playing this week, and then one of them will be chosen to win a $250 gift card from Shell Federal Credit Union. Yes, thank you, Shell, so that I don't have to give even more money. <laughs> They're so great. You ready to play, Jason? I I guess so. I'm going to ask Caitlin to please step out of the room. Bye. Bye-bye. Jason. Oh, taunting you from outside. All right. Salty. This morning's theme is Super Bowl National Anthem Performances. You don't know an answer, just say pass. Okay, Jason? You got it. Question number one. Wild horses keep dragging him away. He's married to Trisha Yearwood and sang the national anthem in 93. What is his name? That's Mr. Garth Brooks. That is correct. Second question. I'm surprised he didn't ride in on a white horse. This guy amazed the world last year with his rendition of the national anthem. Ooh, Chris Stapleton? All right. Question number three. She sang arguably the greatest rendition of the Star Spangled Banner of all time before Super Bowl 25 in Tampa. Who is she? I think that's Whitney. Whitney Houston. All right. Question number four. She'll be singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl in Vegas. Who is she? Let's go Reba McIntyre. Okay. All right. And she's staying the Star Spangled Banner before the 2004 Super Bowl in Houston. Who was she? Wow. These are hard balls. Um, let's go that time, Christina Aguilera. All right. We'll bring Caitlin back in the room. Do y'all hear the party going on out there? Yeah, there is a party going on out there. They've got food or and everything. I don't know why they're so turned up. Same five questions to you, Caitlin. You ready to go for All-Star Week? You got 500 bucks on the line? I'm ready. Question number one. The theme, by the way, is National Anthem Performances. Uh, Wild horses keep dragging him away. He's married to Trisha Yearwood and sang the National Anthem at the Super Bowl in 93. Who is he? Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is correct. Question number two. Surprised he didn't ride in on a white horse. This guy amazed the world last year with his rendition of the national anthem. Who is he? Uh, Chris Stapleton. I cried when he sang that. That was very good. So good. Correct. Question number three. She sang arguably the greatest rendition of the Star Spangled Banner of all time before Super Bowl 25 in Tampa. Who is she? Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston is correct. Oh, God, that's good. What year was that? Uh, that was in 1991. It's though. like one of the most infamous Super Bowl performances. Yeah, huge. Yes. Uh, question number four. She'll be singing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl in Vegas. Who is she? Uh, is that Reba? Reba is correct. 
final questions. She sang the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner, before the 2004 Super Bowl here in Houston. Who is she? Beyonce. Beyonce is correct. Final score. Jason got four. Caitlin, five. Just so nervous. I cannot even begin to tell you, Jason. We were nervous, too. That's a lot of money to cough up there. You did so good. I have finally beat Jason. Yeah, I I caught the, like, little Houston hint after I gave my answer. Is that the one you got wrong? Yeah. Yeah, in between me and her, I figured out that it was Beyonce. I'm I'm pretty devastated. Yep, he's at Christina Aguilera. Well, Sorry you. that you're devastated, Jason. I, on the other hand, uh, am not. It's terrible. No, great, great question. Goodness. Jason, you're on the running. You got a one in five chance of winning a $250 gift card from Shell Federal Credit Union, but you did not win uh, $500 of Caitlin's money this morning. Can you tell us why? That's because Caitlin can't lose. No, no, sir. But you are still in the running you for are. a great prize. You did great. We'll get you in the running for a great grand prize at the end of the week. Well, thank you guys for having me back, and I sincerely hope somebody takes you down this week. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jason. I appreciate that. (laughs) This year for Valentine's Day, we're bringing back Sweetheart House Calls. That's where we make deliveries to your Valentine in the form of chocolates, flowers, and maybe even concert tickets, which there's really good concert tickets from what I've heard, right, Caitlin? We have like Kane Brown tickets and Kenny Chesney tickets or something like that. Tickets they're going to want. Of course. Just know that. And just sit back and take all the credit for it. Go to ninety-three yeah, qcountrycom Get signed up for our sweetheart house calls. Good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. Nobody outbakes the queen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nobody outbakes me. Obviously, there's a lot of people who, you know, outbake me, bake more than I do. But well, I don't like when it's called into question. Erica, is the problem. Erica came in the other day fuming because somebody tried to say that they what they bake more than you or they so my husband was telling somebody you know like oh yeah she made a couple loaves of bread yesterday and he's like wait like you made the loaves of bread and I said yeah he goes like from scratch and I said yes and he's like oh that's cute so my my mom actually makes her own tortillas Uh, (laughs) that was like day one bro don't try to come at me like she's better than me because she makes her homemade tortillas like that was my day one stuff all right I'm on to bigger stuff now I made 100 tortillas last week. I don't know why. We've got stacks of them. I was so concerned with myself. Like, why did you get so defensive about that? I was for real mad. Very competitive about that, though. But why? That's the dumbest thing ever. Like, anybody can bake a loaf of bread or anybody can make tortillas if you learn. Not anybody can bake a loaf of bread. No. Okay. Caitlin is very right about that. A lot of people can figure it out. Maybe. I couldn't. If you could put a gun to my head and I wouldn't be able to bake a loaf of bread, it would come out all jacked up probably yeah there's also a difference between figuring it out and being able to do it and like master it okay but that's not something that i should have been so upset over where i was fuming for a good 24 hours you were irrational about that it's okay it was irrational it was and and i knew it was but that didn't help my cause because i was still mad you're super competitive about it yeah the fact that he was like my mom makes her own tortillas (laughs) 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 so did i when i was five bro (laughs) sure I came out out the womb making tortillas. Come on, tortillas. I knew how to do that. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't, don't come to Mexican about that. So, uh, 346-295-9393. Do you have issues like me as well? <laughs> Are there things that you are overly competitive about? I'm, I'm overly competitive about if, if you and I leave in different cars and we're going to the same place, I will do everything I can to that beat you there. such a man that thing. So My husband everything. does the same thing. He's like, oh, you oh. barely just got home? Oh. I saw you pull in two seconds before me. And if you get there before me, I'm like, oh, 
Where did you go? Which route did you take? How did you get here faster than me? It drives me. You know what? Nuts. Now that I think about it, anywhere I, anytime I've ever driven to the same location as you, I think you've gotten there first. I try to, always to. I get well, lost. Well, now it's time. on, buddy. <laughs> Let's go somewhere. Just yesterday, I was riding the elevator down with the girl that was going to the same spin class that I was. We were both going there. She drove there. I walked there. You did not. I purposely walked so fast to try to you beat her not. there. <laughs> so embarrassing. And you got extra exercise. Yes. And I beat her there. And, and not out, outside, it didn't say anything, but internally, I was like, yes, I beat her. Well, I you didn't have to here. park and get yourself together no. or walk to the car, all that. You just got out and, no. and, and went. But I'm very competitive when it comes to wow. races. I don't know why. Always. I'm not judging you like mine wasn't completely weird. <laughs> Erica's over there. So, are you competitive about something in in particular? 346-295-9393. What is it that you were just overly competitive about? You will not let anybody beat you in it. You will not take no for an answer. You are the best. Hands down. What is it? 346-295-9393. 93Q, Houston's country leader. Good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. I think we all get a little bit competitive about certain things. Maybe it's just one thing. Like with Erica, it's, it's her cooking and her baking. With me, it's always racing to get to places. What, what is yours? 346-295-9393. Caitlin, do you have anything that you're really overly competitive it's about? It's Mario Kart. <laughs> and that's in, any, that's in any form of Mario Kart. I am My best Mario Kart is Nintendo 64, which oh. we have a refurbished Ooh. one at our house, and I'll challenge anyone to it. But, you know, there's all types of different... There's Mario Kart on the Nintendo Switch. There's Mario Kart on the Wii. Basically, any form of Mario Kart, if I'm not winning, I genuinely get very angry. You'll just sulk for the rest of the afternoon? Yeah, like I'll have to stop playing. It'll get to a point where I'll have to remove myself from the game because I get very angry. I just had an episode with at my cousin's house this last weekend we played on his nintendo switch and he was laughing that i was doing so poorly on one of the circuits and it ma- it made me so angry <laughs> i think at one point i said if you don't stop i'm gonna punch you in the face and this you, is my cousin i'm very close with so i can tell him that but that's aggressively competitive i like that though yeah we, we all have our one thing mario, mario kart man mario set me kart. off three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three uh how about you huh any sport any, any sport? sports yep i love sports is it you playing the sports? You knowing stats about the sports? What part of sports is it that you're overly competitive about? Yes. Watching. <laughs> so if you're t- oh, your okay. team and then the other team, like the opposing team, you like smack talk. Is that what you get competitive about? Pretty much. And so a lot of screaming. All right, Brian, how about you? What are you overly competitive about? Uh, so like neighborhood kickball games that involve kids. <laughs> Like adults and kids, because it's so much. It's like bigger bragging rights if you can like beat your cousin with like your three-year-old nephew. (laughs) (laughs) I beat your team with a child, like that kind of bragging rights. Christine, what are you really overly competitive about? So, uh, first of all, I love you guys. Oh my gosh, I've never called in. Oh, thank you. I love you much. Um, Okay, so. First, I am not uh, at all cook, so you have to understand that. So I don't cook ever. Like, that's just not me. And I'm a mom, so it's terrible. But I am super competitive about pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) I make the best pancakes, and I don't care what nobody says. I make the best pancakes ever in the world. (laughs) And and my kids agree, and my boyfriend agrees, and everybody agrees. So So you go to restaurants, and you'll, like, call the chef and be like, mine are way better, but yours are okay. Totally. 
totally, totally. Oh my gosh! Like it's your I one know thing. It's okay to be passionate about now it. Now I gotta have some of your pancakes. See, we do too. We sh- we feel like you should bring us some of your pancakes now. Oh my gosh! I would love that. I would totally do that. We'll and be- y'all would like be obsessed with me after that. <laughs> we'll be the judge of these pancakes. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I would love it. Well, thank you for calling up this morning. It's great to hear from you. No problem. All right, y'all have a wonderful day. You too. You, too. you call back anytime. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All righty. You think she's really going to bring us pancakes? I hope I so. I hope people are like, yeah, I'm going to do it, and then I'm waiting, and it never happens. I don't want to wait around for false hopes of pancakes. I Okay, but I also feel like I do want her pancakes, but it's hard to, you know, a pancake is something that should be eaten fresh. Yeah, I agree. Maybe she comes in and makes them for us. It's also hard to commit, because once you, you got to commit. up in the studio. You got to commit to a whole plate of pancakes. That's a lot, man. Whew. All right. This morning, we've got Kathy joining the show. Hi, Kathy. How are you? Hi. How are you? We're pretty all right. We're doing good. You're, you're the one that, that needs some help. What's going on? Yes. So I went on this date, and it went really, really well. Uh, we went to dinner. We had a really nice walk um, and had coffee afterwards uptown. And we're both older, so it was it was pretty straightforward and to the point. Um, okay. We had a conversation about yeah, it was really really nice um, about our likes and dislikes. It was very mature. Mature. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anybody <laughs> describe their date as a very mature date. Well, you know, I've tried a lot of dating apps, and I always seem to find the most immature men. They're really like boys, and um, I'm. I, you know what? I am. I'm a very mature woman at this point in my life. I'm I'm a businesswoman, and I'm looking for the same in, in my partner. Hmm. Okay. Now, Jamie was his name, right? Jamie, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, did anything go wrong on the date with this uh, very mature date that you can think of, like right, yeah, going back in your head? No. I mean, it was really, really positive. I It was really pleasant, and I had a great time. I can't think of anything that, that um, went awry, so to speak. Such uh-huh. a good word, awry. It sounds very <laughs> like horrible. Like everything went awry. What went wrong? All Would right. you like it on a sourdough or a rye? No. Oh, no. God, that was so bad. I am so sorry, Kathy. That we are just going to go ahead and. That was actually really good. I'm not going to lie. It was good. I, I appreciate a good pun. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, Kathy, we're going to go ahead and call Jamie and try and find out why he didn't call you back. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. We're going to do that coming up at 8:35 on 93Q. Kathy went on a date with Jamie, and she says it was very nice. They went to go eat. They had a walk in the park, and it was very mature, she said. So what happened on this very mature date that didn't get her a call back? We're going to find out right now on I3Q Second Date Update. Hello? Hi, looking for Jamie. This is Jamie. Hey, Jamie, it's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica at 93Q Country here in Houston. Good morning. Hi. Morning. Um, <laughs> I was hang up. He's so confused right now. Are you okay? I'm fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. What is this about? Well, we've got someone special that would like to go on a date with you. So special, in fact, that she called us to help her try and get this date with you. This is a radio station? Yeah, 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 yeah. 93Q, man. Uh, okay. All right. Um, you want to know who what it do is? What do I have to do? Oh, well, oh, I know this person? Yeah well, yeah. Her, well, her name is Kathy. Apparently, you've been on a date before with Kathy. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a big no thank you on that one. Um, hmm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really not interested in, in seeing Kathy again. Sorry. Why not? What happened on the date to make you ghost her? Uh, well, yeah. She, she just basically, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> this is weird. All right. Well, so she, this is really weird. She treated our date, to, to me, it was like a business proposal 
And it was like, okay, we're 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 going to treat this relationship just like it's a business deal. What? Like how? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like she gave me her rules. Rules. Like we, we ran down. Like, she's like, yeah, she's like running down a list of rules. Um, like, like dating rules. You're not gonna, or, you won't or... believe this. I'm okay. So like, I'm supposed to get rid of all my female friends. Oh. My phone needs to be available for her to look through anytime. Oh no no. Um, I need to. I need to have a job. I need to have a nine to five job. Very little work on the weekends. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm no like. No way. All this she stuff. literally said all these rules to you. Wait. I didn't even get to the best part. She she said we can only have. I'm. Uh, uh, am I on the radio right now? <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll call it the hokey pokey if you're talking about what, what we're mean? talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Once a month. Once a month. What? What? Once a month. No. <laughs> no way. And it should be scheduled in advance and put on the calendar. Well, that's sexy. <laughs> and. It can only and it can only be missionary. What? <laughs> what? Can you imagine your calendar like alert? Fifteen oh, wow. minutes to <laughs> hokey pokey. Boring hokey pokey once a month. So wait. Uh, so what we're gonna do? So, we have we actually have Kathy on the line. Kathy is is all of this okay. true? Did you make this like a business proposal? Yes. I mean, I did. This is why so many marriages end in divorce because they never discuss stuff like this. This way, we know exactly. We know what our expectations are. I asked him his wants and needs, um, but he wasn't interested in sharing. So clearly he's not as mature as I thought he was. No, no, Kathy. No, that, that's not how it works, Kathy. I'm, it's the first date, not a business proposal. Do you think that people who are married do it all of the time? No. I, I have a lot of married friends, and once a month is pretty standard. Kathy, no one wants to put it down as an appointment, okay? It should be done when passion strikes and you can't stop yourself, you know? Like, you want you want to... You have to have each other at that moment. That's the type of love I want, not like, well, in two days, I get my once a month nookie. <laughs> what happens then, Kathy, if there's some role, like if there's passion, do you just say, nope, this has not been scheduled? I'm shutting this down? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you you have, I listen, I have a lot of married friends whose libidos they have, they they ebb and flow, and sometimes they, they're, I don't know, their therapists have told them to schedule Listen, a Kathy, the police are coming to take you away <laughs> right now. That's how serious this is. That's how serious this is. We're not okay with your rules. <laughs> so you're just saying you're okay. laying down a solid foundation. Yes. Well, I think that Jamie is saying that he wants okay. more of a, like, passionate relationship, right, Jamie? Yeah. It sounds like what he wants is codependency. Any... <laughs> it sounds like it's okay. codependency, and and you know what? I'm I'm gonna have to say no to the second date. Okay. Wait, you're oh you're, you're saying no? Say no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well. Okay then. So it's a good thing we helped you get to that. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kathy. I I guess I should have put ghosting you on your schedule and in your oh. calendar. <laughs> I'll work on that. That's kind I... of that's kind of a good burn, and we will not be having a second date.